I don't just want to be a better version. I want to be the best version of myself. Because people keep saying, just be yourself, be yourself. Well, I do. Yeah, that's good. But I want to be the best version of myself. And uh, so i got to weed through the lies. So let's pick up today. What about this lie? What about this? I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You know, it's amazing so many times. And, and you know, what I find out is um, there's a lot of people that embrace and believe the lie, even leaders that truly deep inside feel like I'm, I'm not good enough. And, uh, and as a matter of fact, they kind of feel like if people knew the real me, they wouldn't like me. Well, uh, let me tell you, the Bible teaches, first of all, that we're accepted in the beloved. And and uh, it's just amazing how powerful that is because, you know, the, there's a human need. Every human need has. One of those human needs is to belong. And that's why companies, that's why groups um, flourish so much. By the way, that's why in a negative sense the gangs even flourish. People have a sense of belonging. Here's the problem. Here's the thing. If they feel like they're not good enough, if they feel like people would reject them if they really knew them, then what they seem to do is they seem to find a group of people that they can be with that will accept them. And uh, by the way, write this thought down. People that are neglected or rejected simply want to be accepted. Let me say it again. People who have been neglected or rejected simply want to be accepted. Now, here's the problem with that. Whoever accepts them, they usually accept their ideology or philosophies. Let me say that again. This is so apropos and powerful. People who have been neglected and rejected simply want to be accepted. And whoever accepts them, they will also embrace and accept their ideologies. And so what happens, again, because at the core there's a lie that's believed in that I'm not good enough, or if people knew me, they, w- they wouldn't like me, and yet there's this human need to belong, to be part of something. And so, hence, again, that causes people to, to find somebody. If we can just find somebody who accepts us, if we can just find somebody who believes that I'm good enough, and that's such a such a such a sad situation. Uh, again, most of us have gone through serious rejection in our lives, and and uh, and and most people have gone through ne- neglect, which is a subtle form of abuse, by the way. And all we want is is just, if if somebody could just accept us. And and and, and I know some of you are like, man, you know, he, he kind of gets in preaching mode, you know. But that's the power of the gospel, the good news is that you are accepted. You, you, you don't have to do anything to try to feel valuable. In God's eyes, you, you don't have to try to do anything to prove yourself. You know, for much of my life, I was, I, you know, first of all, I've got this type A driven personality, right? And so usually uh, gentlemen, men especially that grow up without fathers, without the, uh, you know, father in the house or approval of the father, they they have they develop this type A driven type personality that and at the bottom of it all is he's trying to be accepted by dad right, but then in my now in my case you know dad left when I was three never came never called so forth so I, I that's part of it 
and that was a very awakening time when I learned this. But then on top of that, I grew up in an era where, you know, uh, black men, they were, you know, the whole thing was black men were lazy. So I wanted to, you know, I don't know why, but I took it on as a personal vendetta that I was going to, you know, prove. <laughs> now, you know, no, not all black men are lazy. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work so hard, I'm going to make up for some maybe who have not been working extra hard. And by the way, I found out there are some black men that are lazy, some black women who are lazy, some white men who are lazy, some white women who are lazy, some Chinese men who are lazy. Some Chi- I mean, it's a human trait that has nothing to do with color or skin or, or nationality or ethnicity or anything like that. But at but any rate, but, but, but again, back then again, and so I, I take upon, I took that upon me. So I'm already working to try to get this approval of this, this father that's not in my life. Now I'm working extra hard to prove that uh, black men are not lazy. And then on top of that, especially back then, in the, again, the 60s, you know, preachers were considered lazy. Like, like, like all you do is preach. Like, you don't <laughs> – and, of course, you know, I, I didn't understand back then, but I know once, once I, you know, started ministering and serving in the capacity of evangelists, which I've been doing now for over 40 years, and, and uh, as our pastor alluded to, I've preached in all 50 states and been graced to preach in 28 countries thus far. And uh, and believe God has a lot more opportunities for me. Uh, I believe the message will help people, the breakthrough message especially. But watch this. So so then I felt like I got to prove to myself that I'm not one of those lazy preachers. So I mean I got it like bad, right? <laughs> I'm I'm, t- I'm trying to win this approval of this father that's not my life. I'm trying to I'm trying to prove that I'm not lazy and most and and, and taking up the slack for for black men that and then I'm trying to prove that preachers aren't lazy and and you know so man i'll tell you it's i just was and then the college i went to was performance based you know it was like a performance based type of christianity and the more souls you won to christ and the more bus routes you built and the more things you did for god you know that proved your love for god and your and and without them saying it and 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 mean it and again they had embraced a lot they didn't even understand so so it was like it was like so, so, so then they give me illustrations like, you know, uh, you know, uh, John Wesley, wake up four o'clock in the morning to pray. So, okay, I got to be proof that I'm a man of God. I got to wake up four o'clock to pray, but they forgot to tell me that he went to bed at nine o'clock. They did, he, I was going to bed at 12 o'clock and one o'clock and, and oh my goodness. So make a long story short, I've told y'all the story, but I burnt out. I burnt myself out and uh, collapsed, you know, woke up with a doctor looking at me, didn't know where I was, if I was, who I was. And again, now, and again, I do things to the extreme if you haven't figured that out, right? I'm like all in or all out, right? So anyway, and uh, and I'll never forget during that time saying, you know, I'm just no good. I'm no good to God. I let down God. I let down my family. I let down everybody. I'm just no good. I just wish I was dead. Now, now you got to understand, here I, I mean, this same guy that was traveling all over the world, helping, empowering people. But the undergirding of it all was I had this feeling I'm not good enough. I'm not accepted. I've got to prove myself. I've got to show how strong I am. And, and, and men, you know, nowadays it's okay for men to cry. Back then it was like, no, you don't cry if you're a man. You don't show any weakness if you're a man. You know, you got to be strong. You know, you got to you – gotta... <laughs> and so, man, I'm telling you, it was – it was, but 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 I'm saying this 
that lie, those lies that I embraced, those lies drove me literally, my friend, to thinking I was serving God, but actually doing, when you're doing things to try to prove something, to try to win someone's approval, to try to perform, to win favor with God, you're not even realizing it, right? Now, again, nervous breakdown, right? Like, how do you have a nervous break? Well, you have a nervous breakdown because you're doing things that God didn't instruct you to do, and you're not taking proper care of your body, and your body only can handle so much. And for about 18 years of my life, I've lived off of three uh, to the most four hours of sleep a night, and sometimes I'd speak four and five times in one day. And of course, with the martial arts demonstration, I mean, I was, I mean, I was running and gunning. And I, and like I said, when I collapse and I'm and I'm, I'm suicidal at that point, I'm like, I'm just no good, and all that. And, and guess what? The lie, the underlying lie that I believed in was coming to the surface. Listen to me now. I mean, and even to the day, I mean, I still, I still have, it's still a struggle for me, right? It's, it's still, you know, now thank God I've, I've, I've learned to slow down and take, you know, vacations and, and uh, have some fun and diversion and things like that. But still to the day, it's, it's, it's still a struggle, it's still a battle, right? And it's, and it's like this, okay, head, it's the head knowledge of, okay, yes, I am accepted, but it's the, the heart that still, somehow still tries to hang on to that false lie. And that's what's so bad about some of these lies. Even after we find out the truth, you know, the truth is supposed to set us free, but we've got to act on the truth. And sometimes that's why, again, I, I'm, I'm very repetitious because it doesn't, it got to go deep down into the heart, not just the head, but deep into the heart. And so there's so many people today that just, I, I'm just not good enough. And I'm, and again, I, I got to, I don't want to be around a lot of people. I don't want to be open to people because if they knew how I really was, they wouldn't like me. And yet that's not the way God is. And that's the greatness. That's the greatness of our God. He says, I, I knew you. Matter of fact, before you was ever born, I knew every mistake you made. I mean, think about this. He made Adam and Eve knowing ahead of time they would sin, knowing he would give them a free will. And knowing they would choose their free will and choose against him, and still, still, he not only chose them, not only created them, he made a cure for them. He made a way out. And my friend, I don't know where you are in your life, and and sometimes there's low times in a person's life, and they're feeling like this, you know, and so it surfaces. And I told you the story how somebody bought me a book, and that's why I will always, I don't, I will always promote books and. Um, and so forth, because gentlemen, um, Myron bought me a book, The Greatest Salesman in the World by Augmentino. He said, man, you, this is you. And I was like, no, nah, man, I, <laughs> I remember I told you at the time, I didn't want to hear about anything about selling. I'm just preaching and ministry. And, and that book sat on my shelf for two years. I, I was even offended. I'm not reading nothing about no sales. I don't care about sales. I care about souls. <laughs> that was my thought process at that time. But it was reading that book that started to peel back a little bit of layer on the you know, onion, there's many layers. And, uh, and sometimes, again, there's some things that we, we, we reach on the surface, but, but the true heart, you know, so you got to, it's like, a, I just got to keep peeling back, keep peeling back. And that's what I'm talking about. The more I peel back some of these lies, and sometimes, again, a half truth is still a lie, right? A half truth is a whole lie. Ooh, write that down. 
a half truth is a whole lie. And, and the more I peel back, finding, okay, here's one. But then I peel back, oh, there's another one. Okay, and then peeling back, and it just keeps fries, and I find more. But watch this, my friend. And so at the very bottom of it all, I'm not good enough. I'm not, people won't, don't like me. People won't accept me. People, nobody cares about me. My friend, I come to tell you that's so wrong. It's a lie. And, uh, and, and, and by the way, I, I, have, I have to tell you this, though. Somebody's, I think I was on Facebook not long ago that some people are real and some people are good and some people are fake and then others are real good at being fake, right? God help us. But for the real people who are really real, but more importantly, the God who is real, he accepts you just the way you are, just the way you are. Now, he'll, he'll work on perfecting and changing you, right? I always tell people God loves you just the way you are, but he loves you enough not to leave you the way you are because he knows there's more blessings he has for you. There's more things, there's greater things. So, 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 but I'm saying this, but you are accepted just as you're, it's not one single thing you'd have to do, my friend. God, you're, you're made in the image of God. There's not one, there's not, I, I, I never forget during that time when I was down and I couldn't preach and I couldn't help anybody and I couldn't serve and I couldn't do anything. And I'm feeling like, I'm just feeling like no good at all. Why do, why am I even living? I can't, I can't help anybody. I can't do anything. And it was said to me, if you never, if you never did one good, more good deed for God, if you never preached one more sermon, if you never helped one more person, it wouldn't change the way God loves you and looks at you. Folks, I'm telling you, that is so powerful. That's so liberating. That is so incredible. And I just want you, I don't know. And again, maybe it's not you on the line today. Maybe it's somebody you're connected to. Maybe it's somebody who's going to be part of your team, but you don't even understand, my friend. And sometimes the people that work the hardest, they work the hardest because they hurt the most. And and they think if they just do all these things, then somebody, somebody will like them. Somebody will accept them. Somebody will, will pay them attention. Somebody, and yet, my friend, that's not what you have to do in the eyes of God. I mean, literally, Jesus paid it all just for you. So, alrighty, let me move on here. But again, that that that's that's a huge, huge, huge lie. Well, let me let me tie into one that goes along with that. And uh, um, well, let me see here. Uh, hold on one second. I've lost my place here. I had a few thoughts written down. I wanted to. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, so this one. What about this? Here, here here's a lie. I've messed up too much. And like I said, this kind of goes along with that. I wanted to skip over some of these. Go to this. I, I've messed up too much. Yeah. So again, this is this is kind of similar, tied in the foundation of it all, but. But is is especially if you're like me, and especially if you've got that, you know, <laughs> you know, got to do it all, be it all, you know. And sometimes mothers have that, and of course I was raised by a single mother, so I picked up on <laughs> some of that as well. But but and, and and you know we have these high expectations for ourselves. You know, you know it's amazing. Some people 
you, you know, after, you know, um, like in the beginning, I had no expectation, didn't believe I could do anything. I'm no good. But then, you know, people started believing me. I started just doing things based on their belief in me. And then one day I said, well, why not just believe in myself? And then I started setting these lofty goals. And then I started setting these bigger and bigger goals. And, and then I started going through, okay, man, I missed the mark on that one. I missed the mark on that one. I messed up on that one. I messed up on that. You know what I mean? And what will happen if you're not careful, you get to place, you know, I say, man, I, I think I've just messed up too much. And let me, let, me, let me say this. If you think you've blown God's plan for your life, rest in this. You, my friend, are not that powerful. Oh my goodness! I've messed up too much. I've, you know, you know, and 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 sometimes that's why people we want to stay away. You know, well, well, if God knew what I did, if God knew what I was thinking, well, He already knows that, right? <laughs> it's like it's like people say, well, I'm hurt too much to go to the hospital. I'm hurt too much. What do you mean you hurt too much? You got to run then. But but I'm saying this. But sometimes in our lives we feel like, well, I've messed up too much. I've missed the mark. I've you know, and I don't know if you've ever been to a place like this in your life, but and, and hopefully maybe you won't get to that place. And I, I would to God, but I'm telling you, if if you have, I'm just telling you, my friend, that that thought, that lie will come. And and I want to tell you again, if you think you've blown God's plan for your life, rest in this, my friend. You're not that powerful. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Nothing, my friend, can cause God to change His mind about you. Scripture says, if we believe not. Yet he abided faithful. He cannot deny himself. God says, listen, I'm faithful. I got a covenant. I believe I stand for you. Even if you stand against me, I still, I still have a heart for you. Do you understand something, my friend? That's called unconditional love. That's, that means there's no conditions once, because you know, the conditions were already met by Jesus Christ for you. And if you received him, my friend, I'm telling you, that's, oh my goodness, so liberating. But, but again, if you think that you and, – and maybe in your business, you're like, man, I've, you know, I've made too many mistakes in business. You know, I've, I've failed too many times in business. Well, you are, you've heard the, the slogan FAIL or the acronym for FAIL, F-A-I-L, first attempt in learning, right? And, and actually, there's books written literally on the theme how you can fail your way to success. I mean, failure and success aren't, sep aren't separate. Actually, failure is one of the great parts of success. That's how most people find their way. And, of course, that's why we want to, through mentors, kind of cut that short a little bit, right? Because I tell people you're either going to learn through mentors or mistakes. And so, so, so I'd rather learn from the mistakes of my mentors, right, than, than have that personal experience because some of those mistakes cost too much. <laughs> and some of them leave an indelible print in your mind that, that that's a thing that sometimes people have to fight off for the rest of their lives or fight off for many, many years. And it's best if we could to help you to avoid that. But I'm saying, but if you've given it to, I'm saying, listen, no, you, you may have, I keep telling you, my formula for success is fall down seven times, get up eight. But I'm saying, listen, you may have failed in every other business you've ever tried and everything that you put your hand to may seem like it may have failed. But I'm telling you, that's not who you are, my friend. That's not what you're about. And I'm telling you, my friend, you are being positioned now by God. You are set in this place. And I believe some of the training, some of the things that we're pouring into you, my friend, uh, is like it, 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 it's, it's setting you up. It's positioning you. It's empowering you that you can succeed beyond your wildest dreams. You, you can get up. Every other business may have failed, but get up and make this one work. You can, my friend, break through to the success. 
that God has planned for you. That's what I love about what I get to do. I I, I love being able to pour into people. I, I love being able to to encourage and elevate and help people understand, my friend. Get up. Get up. <laughs> you don't have to stay down. I, I love being able to tell people it's it's not all over. It looks like it's over. You think it's over. You feel like it's over. But my, this is very powerful. Get this, my friend. My 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 eyes and my senses oftentimes tell me lies. So I can't even depend on my senses. I can't depend on my eyes. They often tell me lies, my thing, my my friend. Things are not always as they seem, and people are not always as they appear to be. My eyes oftentimes tell me lies. My senses. That's why I can't always go by my. My, my regular human senses, because they're off uh, sometimes, and, and, and it can lie to you. But I'm telling you, my friend, the truth will never lie. The truth is always the truth, and you can stand on the truth. And the truth is simply this. There are people that have fallen further, fallen more, have gotten back up. There are people that have failed, made more attempts in business. It's been said, and I've said it many times to you, the master has failed more times than the student has ever dreamed of attempting, right? And that's what makes the master the master. And so, my friend, I want to make sure we address it. Okay, let me give you one more here, and then we'll, we'll uh, time flies, boy, when you're having fun. And I believe I'm, I believe there's healing going on for some folks. I believe there's help here. But um, how about how about how about this? People always criticize me. You know, people always criticize. As a matter of fact, when you feel like you're being criticized all the time, it's like, like why even try? And it's like every time, every time I try to do something, I just get criticized. And, uh, and, and really, you don't understand. That's the lie. What happens is it just seems it's easy for us sometimes to, to hear and to remember the criticism because oftentimes when the compliments come, we, we push them off and we, we just move it. You know, somehow we've been taught being humble is, you know, you reject the criticism. I mean, you reject the compliments, but you accept the criticisms. And I said in one of my other trainings, no, who who do you think touched that person's heart to compliment you? So, so, but again, again, when you, when people use, well, people always criticize me. People put me down. I, I must, I must be no good. Listen carefully. Oftentimes, oh, this is so good. People try to expose what's wrong with you because they can't handle what's right with you. Oh, drop the mic right there. <laughs> I said people oftentimes try to expose what's wrong with you because they can't handle what's right with you. And what you don't understand, my friend, is it's what seems to you to be that people are criticizing you and so forth. It's because they're trying to expose what's, not, what's wrong with you or what hasn't been perfected in you yet because they can't handle what's right with you, my friend, because there's something in you. There's a sincerity inside of you. There's a power in you, my friend, that, uh, that, that they can't handle. And so they figure they can try to expose us. But again, in some cases, you've got to slow down and realize it's not that everybody's criticizing you. It's that you are spending more time listening to the criticism and you're belittling the compliments when you need to do just the opposite. So my friend, I trust that this, again, these are some lies. Again, limiting beliefs, whenever there's lies that we be live, believe in, we live a very limiting lifestyle. We build a very limiting business. We have limiting relationships and we live a limiting life. God wants you to have and pull off the limits, my friend. Life, L-I-F-E, live in freedom every day. Life, 
live in favor every day. I was telling my beautiful wife, my ABCD, uh, durable brown karma delight, uh, Nadia, uh, that, that I said, you're, you know, I had favor, but, you, but you're my favor multiplier, right? He that findeth a wife findeth a good thing and obtain the favor of the Lord. So I said, I, I was already blessed and highly favored, but then you, 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 you multiplied the favor in my life. And obviously, I, I I believe I bring some stuff to the table where I multiply things in her life. But but I'm saying it's it's what what a what what an incredible thing. And again, life is meant to be lived in freedom every day, in living in favor every day. And that, my friend, is what a lot of the lies are trying to block you from. And so instead of living life, life is oftentimes living a lot of people. And here at Uplift, it's all about changing that, my friend, because we're going, again, uplifting ourselves, uplifting others, and together we uplift the world. So this is Dr. Stan Harris, known as Dr. Breakthrough. God bless you. Go out and make it a breakthrough day as you break through the lies that try to hold you back from being everything you were meant to be.